when I uh, wrote this particular post, uh, it was last week, and so it's not last week now, it's actually the first day of 2023, so it's a little bit late, but uh, I think the most interesting week for me in the year is the week between Christmas and New Year. And uh, it's that time when, well, here in New Zealand, everything sort of shuts down. It's summertime here, and for most people, it means uh, the beginning of summer holidays, because we have lots of statutory holidays either side of Christmas and New Year, and so people use that opportunity to go away on holiday. Um, so most businesses close down, um, and people head off to the beach, it's really kind of a, a kicking back time of the year here in New Zealand where all you want to do is eat Christmas leftovers from Christmas Day, uh, find a book, good book to drift off into, um, swim, sleep, relax, catch up with friends. And it's kind of one of those liminal times where that space between things, between what has been and what is going to be. And it's it's a kind of an interesting week for me. And I always like to sort of um, use that time to really think about what has happened over the last year and um, uh, just think, ponder about it and then think about what I'd like to see happen in the next year. And I like to stop before I start. I like to stop the pressure of the normal everyday stuff that every, I do every week where it's like going from one thing to the next. Uh, I like to stop before I start the next year and for, for me this week that it's just been <laughs> it's a time for a lot of personal reflection. I, I push pause button before I um, hit the pace again as such and it's, it's time to note uh, changes that have happened there's been a lot of changes in 2022 for me. Uh, feel the losses that I've had, um, value the gains, and to lean into the learnings. And this time, something before you start, could be really actually could be done any time of the year, but it requires some kind of intentionality to hit the pause button, to slow down the machine of your life, and retreat to some sort of internal place of rest. And it allows yourself to discover yourself and letting it catch up on you which may be kind of scary which may be like kind of I don't want that stuff to catch up with me those memories or it could be a time where you actually need to let those things come up and and resolve them and settle them and <laughs> it's like um a parent with all these little children tagging on behind nagging and tagging on wanting attention well sometimes you just got to stop and turn around and give those things the attention that they need so they feel satisfied <laughs> you see they want to be known they want to be seen acknowledged and a lot of ways if you don't the wisdom that those things have may well be lost especially going into the next phase into the next year or the week or the day so i say uh, please stop before you start it's not a, a slamming on the brakes it's more of a, a gentle slowing down to a place where you can rest it's that rest spot beside the side of the road and look all over new zealand 
we have little places on the roadside where you can pull over, rest and possibly take in some scenic views. But of course, um, before you get there, there will be a sign on the road saying rest stop or scenic views ahead. And stopping requires you giving yourself permission to stop. And you see, I want to stop because I might just miss out on the view of of what that stopping place has, of, of where I've come from, looking back to the road, um, the scenes, the, the pictures, the views, um, and looking forward to where I can see ahead. Uh, possible, I don't know what's ahead of me there, but I can see some outline, um, kind of vague, but it's, it's ahead of me. But I have to give myself permission to stop. And, and it takes practice, practice I think. Some of us are so busy hurrying from one day to the next that we never sit in the day long enough to smell the roses blooming around us. And what a waste of a good rose. Oh, look, I, I was out in the garden yesterday and I noticed this rose and um, it hadn't bloomed before, even though it cared for it year after year after year. And it had never done very well, and that was because there was a huge vine growing right next to it. And I think I'll make this a topic of another post. But uh, over the winter, I cut that vine completely out. And this year, that particular rose and others next to it, they're really doing really, really well. <laughs> the competition is gone. You know, all the roots going around it and, and the light and all that is getting into it, and the rose is starting to bloom. <laughs> so I stopped. I intentionally stopped and I, I, I took in the scent and it was just beautiful. It was just delicate and like, ah, I had to stop to take in that perfume that God had put in that rose for me to enjoy and others to enjoy. So, um, yeah, take the practice. Yeah, you know, stop for half an hour, then extend it to a morning and soon you'll stop for a whole day <laughs> and then you'll be planning for a day a week where you'll stop and discover God at that rest stop welcoming you. And you, then you'll discover, oh, that's what Sabbath is. It means to cease. And perhaps at this time, um, some reflective exercises might be in order. So you've found a place to stop. You've given yourself permission to stop, rest and reflect. Here's some suggestions I'd like you to make um, for this time. You grab a notebook. It could be a journal or simply a blank piece of paper. It's merely a place for you to write your brain out onto. <laughs> Number two, a blank page. The blank page is empty until you ascribe. Number three, write like no one else is going to read it. Okay? <laughs> just, just between you and that blank page. It's simply um, expressing. No one will mark your work or check your grammar or your spelling. Just write random and write free. Draw pictures, number four. Uh, it may be that you, words can't capture the essence of your thoughts. Perhaps you might like to draw a picture that might capture your ideas better. Or maybe you've found a picture somewhere um, that speaks to what you're trying to um, imagine or trying to put down on paper. Uh, number five, reflect on your journals and photos. So look over your old journals and over your photos. I like looking over my photos from the year and saying, oh, I remember that. I remember how that made me feel. Oh, yeah, I remember those times. Uh, check out all the photos you took over the year. You know, I, I find that 
images just transport us out of the now into the past and then they can influence our present and future and here's some questions uh, answer, answer some of these questions number one what has filled your cup this past year and when i'm talking about the cup i'm talking about you as a person what has filled you giving you a sense of satisfaction or delight then number two is what has drained your cup what has taken life out of you where have you been spent um where where is life poured out from you and uh, what challenges did you face this year uh, what losses did you experience when did you most feel alive that's a good question uh, when did you feel like you were wading through porridge <laughs> i like that picture wading through porridge it's sticky and it clings to you and it's slowing you down <laughs> but you're there wading through it um how have you changed over this year what's it changed in you um you're not you're not the same person you were a year ago how have you changed uh number the next one is uh what have you learned about yourself oh this that and the other thing about myself that's interesting i need to think about those things more and the last one is where have you found delight now that's really i think i've been thinking about that a lot since i wrote this post and that's all about where is it that you found some sense of ah joy and go ah oh, that's so good for me it was the smelling of that rose you smell and go uh, or it could be for me um, someone has written to me and they've said this is when you write this or share this it really helped me it really touched me and i'm like yes i found delight in that they found something helpful what where do you find delight where do you where what touches down in you that that makes your heart sing a little bit <laughs> Now, um, just remember that this self-reflective work is work. So be gentle with yourself and do it in little bits. And often in my writing, I write, I write until I notice that I'm starting to feel exhausted by it. It's sort of like that, that, um, that bell curve where you get to the top and you're running really well, and then start to go, oh, and no, stop there, stop there. Don't, don't try and push yourself. Just go to where you start to feel like you're getting a bit stressed, you know, a bit tired, like stop here. It'll come back. <laughs> These are incredibly special, precious and fragile gifts to you. So you've got to get, take good care of them. And don't hurry something that must come at its own pace. One of the pictures that I, I, I like to share when I'm talking with people is the idea of a red dot and often you go into a shopping mall or you're out out somewhere and you'll see a map and uh you don't know where you are or you, you don't know exactly where you are but you don't you don't know how to get to where you want to go to but on this map is an arrow pointing to a location and it says you are here it's your red dot this big red dot where you are and for this exercise you you have looked at where you have been you are turning to look where you're about to go into the next year or wherever but at that midpoint 
you're looking to the ground and you're standing on the now. Right now, right this moment, as you watch me or listen to me, as you read it in the, in the blog post, <clears throat> that is your red dot. Where are you right now? <laughs> and you must go through the red dot moment before seeing the next day. So pause. Where are you right now? Are you scared, fearful, grieving, hopeful, excited, pensive, thoughtful, tired? Every journey begins where you are. So be honest. It's okay to inspect your wounds from the past. They may need some tenderness and compassion before their scars, before they become scars and medals of a previous time and a previous battle. So to start your year well, well, you're at the beginning of a pilgrimage. You have a rough idea of what lies ahead. Hills, mountains, valleys, streams, bridges, rest spots. But for now, you are at the beginning. <laughs> the map says you are here, but a trail of unknowns is before you. Some questions to start well. From all your reflections and stopping, what will you carry forward as the most valuable items in your knapsack? What would you, number two, what would you delight in seeing happen in the next year? Some people call these goals, but the goal can, goal, the word goal can be loaded with incredible pressure and obligation. So instead, focus on the word delight. What gives you delight? Number three, what are the millimetres or even nanometers? think of the brain synapse width, required to achieve the kilometre of this delight? Number four, are there echoes from the past wanting to hold you in the past? Five, where will you need to possibly walk on water? try out new things. Number six, what has a sense of allurement to you that, that's alluring you to something? There's something there that's probably beckoning you to come. As you enter the next year, may you enter it with a sense of knowing you're not alone, but do you that you have a mission and a beauty to fulfill. May you be like Bilbo Baggins of The Hobbit. I want to read this piece. And suddenly, first one, then another, began to sing as they played, deep-throated singing of the dwarves in the deep places of their ancient homes. And this is like a fragment of their song, if it can be like their song without music. As they sang, the hobbit fell the love of beautiful things made by hands, and by cunning, and by magic moving through him, a fierce and jealous love, the desire of the hearts of the dwarves. Then something tookish woke up inside him, and he wished to go and see the great mountains and hear the pine trees and the waterfalls and explore the caves and wear a sword instead of a walking stick. He looked out of the window. The stars were out in a dark sky above the trees. He thought of the jewels of the dwarves shining in the dark caverns. Suddenly, in the wood beyond the water, a flame leapt up, probably somebody lighting a wood fire. And he thought of plundering dragons, settling on his quiet hill and kindling it all to flames. He shuddered. And very quickly, he was Mr. Baggins of Bagging Underhill. Again, he got up trembling. How hard is it? The questions, how hard is it for you to stop? Number two, what brings you a sense of delight? Number three, what do you think Tolkien meant when he wrote something 
Tokosh. Here's some quotes. There once lived a man who never risked, he never tried, he never laughed, he never cried. Then one day when he passed, his assurance was denied. They said since he had never lived, then he never really died. <laughs> one faltering but actual step is more valuable than any number of journeys performed in the imagination. Brennan Manning Whatever you do, you need courage. Whatever course you decide upon, there is always someone to tell you are wrong. There are always difficulties arising which tempt you to believe that your critics are right. To map out a course of action and follow it to the end requires some of the same courage which a soldier needs. Peace has its victory, but it takes brave men to win them. And brave woman, Ruth Waldo Emerson. Goal setting is the only antidote to simply drifting along. Opportunity thinking is the only antidote to ingrained pessimism. Maybe we're down. A goal without a plan is just a wish. Anton de Saint-Exubery. Put first things first and we get second things thrown in. Put second things first and we lose both first and second things. C.S. Lewis. If the ladder is lean up is not leaning against the right wall, every step we take just gets us to the wrong place faster. Stephen Covey. I'm wishing you a very happy new year. But I'm also wishing you that you would be finding places to stop, pause, and reflect, to think about what's ahead, think about what where you've been, to take that next step into the new year well. Hey, if you want to email me, uh, barry at turningthepage.co.nz or you can um, you can actually read, if you go to the bottom of this post, you'll see some links to um, the website where you can send me a message. And also you can just, may like to support Turning the Page by a little bit of a donation. And uh, everything, everything, everything I do on Turning the Page is pay what you want. So... Um, donations really are the lifeblood of keeping this baby going. Okay, until next year, or until next time, go well. Bye.